You are listening to the Open Mic Comedy Show on the Colorado Comedy Show's virtual broadcasting network. This episode was recorded on March 22nd, 2021. Get ready to laugh in five, four, three. Yeah. Who knew? Well, I, think, I mean, I'm happy to start, but the uh, Longshore, Longshore parents aren't here. But the mm-hmm. long- I, they I think they are. Yes, they are. They're they're here, but their son is not. So I'm I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask his parents to do his set tonight. (laughs) That should go well. I'm not saying that your son is unreliable. I'm not saying that. Uh, We also love you, Longshores, and it'd be great to have you do. Absolutely. Just do a little time for us. Um, I believe... If you look in uh, the high boy behind you, you might find um, some of Nichols and May's old routines and you can just read off the page and I'm sure they'll be very entertaining coming out of your mouths as well. Um, Well, ladies and gentlemen, if it seems like we've oddly started a comedy show, then you're in the right place. We are at uh, the Open Mic Comedy Show live on the YouTube and here in the Zoom and such. Uh, so I do have, we have prizes for our Zoom audience later, Mike. Uh, oh, good. I'm happy to hear that. A full lineup of comedians, uh, most of which I believe have made an appearance on the show before. Uh, plenty of comedians. Also, Ned Rice. Hey! Uh, so enjoy Are you making that. a distinction between me and comedians? <clears throat> Hello. Um, uh, you know, I, I did, just out, out of teasing uh, you, buddy. Now, granted, um, I'm more of a humorist. I know that. <laughs> Actually, you're more of a performance artist, which was uh, once defined in the... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, hopefully we can get Dave Barry to make an appearance, and then all the humorists mm-hmm. will be here. Uh-oh. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, if you would join me. The way my wife always makes the kids obey, and I seem to be the one that always says they can get away with stuff. Wacky. Um, Good parent, bad parent. If you would all join me in giving a nice round of applause to our host with the most, uh, Mr. Mike Langworthy. Thank you very much. And to answer the question that's on everyone's lips, no, I do not have erotic dreams every time I eat curry. And I don't even know why you guys think that. Um, it's, uh, it's- They're just trying to curry some favor with you. Are you really? Add a little spice to the show as it were, is what you're saying. Huh? He, he's come on pun. <laughs> that was, uh, if uh, guess who was a stand-up act? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. Thank you very much, uh, Burton. What was his What was his first name? Burton Cummings. Burton Cummings. Burton Cummings yeah. Yep. Cummings and guess who? Um, Randy Bachman. After name. Uh, it was. Guess who's so untalented they had to stay in town. <laughs> <laughs> That was their full name. That's how they toured in the United States. But um, except when they played the Ivy League schools, and then it was guess whom? 
Yes, it was. Every single person in the audience would say, no, it really was Guess Who, you incredible. <laughs> the only band named after a riddle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, speaking of which, um, knock, knock, Ned. Uh, who's there? Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou who? That's racist. Oh, <laughs> you, you got me again. I certainly did. I got you with the same joke last night, as a matter of fact. But anyway, right. let's not get into that, okay? I'm not saying I'm old. All right? Old are we are. No, we all are. We I'm not saying that I'm old. I'm just saying I'm a proud member of Generation Mammoth Running from Spear. <laughs> <laughs> Mike just got his vaccination for COVID-1. Oh, <laughs> one. Just the one. I'm still waiting on the Spanish flu. Is what I'm saying. As a matter of fact, I'm waiting on the original Spanish flu, the one that was called Spaniard flu. Oh. That's yeah. only Mike Ivy League schools. <laughs> Mike just paid off his college loans. He owed them forty-eight thousand dollars in Confederate money, folks. That's it was a long, long time ago. Yeah, that serves me right for applying to the University of Virginia in 1859. <laughs> um, Boy, when really Mike Langworthy old, telegraphs a joke, he really telegraphs a joke, everybody. <laughs> I like to beat the drum for comedy, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> that is some fun stuff. Jungle, jungle telegraph. Is what I use. That's how. Not far. the least bit racist. Not even a little bit. I was actually born in the old of I gorge of comedy. It's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I do. Hollywood and vines. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood and vines. Lipsky had came in with another one earlier. Um, oh yeah, sorry I'm late. Warm up, Mike. Ran late, says James Longshore. Okay. <laughs> Way to, way to be late and then tell us you're late because you're seeing other mics. Um, Mark. Yeah, that, that's you're going to do great in the politics of this business, James. Um, <laughs> it's nothing. No, never mind. I'm sure they have a really hot scene in Bucharest, so you don't need to worry about American money. Um, um, so. I told you not to tell my parents. They're in the audience, Mike. Oh. oh my God! I didn't read the whole thing. I just read the leader for it. And, uh, oh dear! You're gonna do great in this the politics of this business, Mike. No, you know what? Shit rolls downhill, buddy. I'm never seeing the mic. <laughs> Someday you'll get your own mic, and you can shit all over me. <laughs> Meantime, trickle down. Well, at least we know who's going last. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, no. If at all. If at Stick all. around, kid. Maybe late. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to ask you to pay the two drink minimum from now on. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing personal. Can we make it three? <laughs> you can have. Three, you can have three drinks, but none of them are gonna be free. Um, <laughs> so that's the way we do things here at the comedy mic. And um, wonder if my friend Dennis will come tonight. I just don't know, man. Um, I haven't heard from him in a while. 
uh, all right, so let's start the show, shall we? And, sure. Yeah. Um, we have a very special guest, Ned Rice, in the house to, to close the show this evening. So you'll be hearing from him. He's constitutionally incapable of just letting everybody do their set without commenting on it. So you'll probably be hearing him from him throughout the show. Um, it'll be like a running gag. Yeah, it'll be like mm. it'll be X without the laughter. And I'm... Uh, I'm going to be doing the same thing, to be honest with you. Here's how it works. Oh, I, put, I put the comic, the next two comics after the person who's uh, on stage into the open part of the chat. Uh, the spots are five minutes long. I have a little beeper that goes off at four minutes. Uh, I hope that you hear that. It means you have a minute to wrap up. Um, and uh, Chuck, is there something I'm forgetting about the procedure? at all. Uh, uh, talking oh, to the mic. Like Caprice, essentially. Uh, uh, and I don't mean the uh, I don't mean the French actress Capuchin. I mean actual Caprice. Um, uh, just try to be funnier <laughs> than the host, everybody. Try. Try. Good uh, luck. <laughs> yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> Trust me, I've, I've known the host for years. Mm. Uh, Anyway, uh, I want to bring our first comedian on, but I can't remember who I wanted to bring on first. Um, um, so you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to test the resolve of James Longshore's parents. <laughs> how long they'll stay on the show after their son's set is over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, I want to say really mean and vicious things but but i'm not going to first of all i don't believe them they would just be for a cheap laugh and i'm not above that but i'm not going to do it in this case uh this is from uh, romania so we have an international show tonight um a guy who's been on the open mic a bunch of times uh james longshore clap let him hear it folks. oh i live for that stuff yes that's correct uh i am coming to you from Romania tonight, as Mike likes to point out in almost every introduction. And I think, I think it's because he's really proud that he knows what country Bucharest is in. You know, like, honestly, most comedy hosts are like, and now coming to you from uh, Bulgaria? No, Hung Hungary, Austria. Ah, some godforsaken Eastern European country. That's the usual introduction. But Mike does it better. <laughs> um, so hi, Colorado. Hi, Colorado. I wonder sometimes if uh, Colorado voted for recreational uh, marijuana just so as not to um, be accused of false advertising. Because imagine the headlines. Mile High State says no to getting high. <laughs> Crazy. Um, it is great to be here tonight. Um, I actually gave up mics, um, open mics for Lent, but I think it's okay tonight because this is M-I-K-E, Mike. So uh, I think it's, it's an exception, I think. Now I'm kidding. The only thing I give up for Lent is Lent. Um, <laughs> So um, I got a couple more coup jokes. Do you guys remember I told some coup jokes? Yes. Uh, Do we? Okay. 
Do we? <laughs> yeah. So I got a couple new ones. Um, I'll review a couple of the old ones for those of you who were not here. Um, how do you overthrow a government at a discount? Use a coupon. Hello. Um, <laughs> Hello. Chuck just woke up. <laughs> what do you say? Do that one again. Uh, <laughs> no, no, don't listen to him. Top of the morning no. to you. Um, <laughs> how do you congratulate someone who just overthrew the government? Kudos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny because I was going to guess don't hang me. <laughs> and you would have been close, but no cigar. Um, <laughs> So, um, what do you? What should you eat before overthrowing a government? Couscous. That's wow. better than mine. Oh, oh see, yeah. that's why he has the show and I don't. <laughs> what was yours? <laughs> what was yours? Mine is cucumber. Oh. oh. <laughs> Not cookies. Hello. Not cookies. I was say cookies. Uh, <laughs> charcuterie why don't we just, why don't we just, uh, just uh, yeah. that's my time i'm just gonna give my time to the room they're on a roll yeah. uh. <laughs> um okay so uh what is someone who overthrows the government's favorite movie um, anybody want to blow the cuckoo's nest yes or we would have also accepted one flew over the ku klux klan um, <laughs> hey, hey, do you know why those guys were not successful in overthrowing the government when they stormed the Capitol? No. Poor coordination. Coordination? Yeah. Oh, coordination. That was a thinker. That was a thinker. Uh, I'm getting an insurrection. Just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny you should say that because um, I got another one for you. That's the usual. <laughs> Penis walks into a bar. Uh, sorry. Have it. Penis walks into a vagina. Okay. Penis says, I'm having a hard time. Vagina says, don't get soft on me. <laughs> hey, I would okay. I would say your parents must be so proud, but we can actually ask. Them. <laughs> oh. As long as it doesn't count towards my time. Well, you, none of this counts towards your time. You have a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have unlimited time. That's a bad idea. Um, all right. How does an assassin know what day it is? He checks his. Sorry, what? It's, it's a rhetorical question. He checks his calendar. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> How long is that lady going to laugh? Uh, <laughs> I thought he was on deadline. Oh, hello. Oh. All right. So I wanted to tell you, I wanted to tell you a little bit about uh, what I've been up to lately. Um, yesterday, I walked up a hill. It was all downhill from there. Um, <laughs> I joined a cult. I joined a cult. I didn't want to join the cult, but they changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that one is great right there. 
Uh, I got into an accident and I went to the ER, but I couldn't get any service because the on-call nurse wouldn't get off the phone. Hello. <laughs> and finally, guess what? You know, I, I'm an actor and I had a great audition the other day. I auditioned for the role of a gymnast, but I don't think I'm going to get it. It's too much of a stretch. Oh. Yes. <laughs> All right. All I have to say about that set is sorry, not sorry. Pleasure doing <laughs> business with you guys. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. How you going, James Longshore? Never met a punny didn't like. <laughs> funny guy. Um, funny guy. I'll just leave it at that. You guys obviously thought it was funny, and you engaged in that. I love that about that. Because you don't <laughs> just bring it. You learn. He's bringing comedy to Romania. That's the main thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> they need it now more than ever. That's right. <laughs> and you can get started anytime, James. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> Officer, don't me up like him. You know better than that. You know better. Um, anyway, our next performer uh, has been here several times. Um, I've, always, I've always enjoyed his performances. I know you will, too. Clap a lot. For Jeff, not Jeffrey. Clap a lot for Kurt Seeblom. Yay! Hey, gang. Yay. All right. So, um, I've I've realized during the pandemic, during lockdown, that I've I've I hold on to things that make me upset way too long. Um, some of it's forgivable. All right. So, when um when I walked in on my my twin brother having sex with my wife, of course that pissed me <laughs> off. But above the bed was a Buddha, and that Buddha. <laughs> really pissed me off because he was just looking serenely with a small smile. I was like, what the hell, man? I thought we were close, you know? <laughs> sure, I was upset about what was going on, you know, granted. But um, I was so upset with that Buddha that I was like, I, I've got to give this away. I've got to give the Buddha away, you know? Um, anyway, after that, after that affair, I was, I was driving home to, to California. That, that all happened in Texas. Um, I'm driving back home to California and my brother, um, was kind enough to leave me a card, a card in my passenger seat. So I opened it up about halfway to California and it said, I'm sorry with a guy like this. And all I could think when I saw it was that could be my wife's thighs doing that. So I took the card and I threw it out the window. I would, I would like to think that somewhere around Needles, Arizona, some hobo found that card saying, I'm sorry, and finally found some closure. You know, <laughs> the hope. Um, but anyway, back to the Buddha. So I, give, I gave that to, um, to a friend and um, he gave it to his little brother and all that stuff. But I was like, forget it, I'm not gonna, enough with the Buddha. Um, which isn't a very Buddhist thing to do, I know, all right. But what's, what's weird is, um, when my my friend gave it to his little brother, about five years later, he got busted for having very inappropriate things on his laptop. Um, when the feds went in there and found that stuff, I would like to think that the Buddha was still standing there just with a serene smile and the cops were like, what the hell? But here's the thing, here's the catch. I would like to think that maybe that Buddha called on him and maybe the Buddha was like, hey, Kurt, come home. There's some shenanigans going on. Maybe the Buddha's fine. I don't know, but I was still very pissed off. And so, but I know I've got to let go of some of this hatred. Um, 
here's something else, okay? Just another example of something I've held on to way too long. Um, Neil's is in California. I thought I was in, I could swear that's Arizona, but anyway. No, nope. they <laughs> moved A lot of it. heat in that desert. So, you know, it could have been. You guys, all right. So I moved to, to California from, from Boston in the 90s, okay? And when I moved to California, I moved to San Diego. I tried getting into California sports. I, I tried the Padres, I tried the Chargers, um, the Lakers. I, I couldn't do it though. My, you know, I was raised with Boston sports. Um, and anyway, a couple of years back when Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye, both very esteemed scientists, very smart guys mm-hmm. said, we can prove that, that Brady deflated these footballs. Um, we can, we can prove that by the way, go Seattle. And at that point I was like, fuck these guys. How stupid are they? Are, are they? We're a bunch of morons. You know, these guys, I mean, astrophysicists, you know, science gods that me, you know, it's like, I, but that's all it took. And just, I, I've been told before, I look like Matt Damon banged Mark Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but man, on the inside, this, this is like Joe Pesci and um, uh, Danny DeVito violently masturbating against each other. Like they got to win something. That's, that's my life wrapped up. Um, but I'm, I'm, but I'm working on, oh, back to sports for a second here. Um, you guys ever say something like, you know, like, oh, my team, you know, like, all right, like the Patriots, like, oh, well, the Patriots against Cowboys, you know, the both people, I think the Patriots, you know, or like, like bears against bears against dolphins. Well, a bear would kick a dolphin's ass, you know, oh, an eagle. No. you know who I think has got the toughest name? The Buffalo Bills. Not regular Buffalo Bills, but I'm talking about Science of the Lambs. Imagine a team of those guys mincing around in human skin suits from their enemies. That is creepy. That I think is the worst. That that's the toughest name in football. Um, and and by the way, on Buffalo Bill, I I think that maybe Elmer's Elmer's glue is a gateway to serial killing and skinning people. Because do you ever put that crap on your hand? You, you know, it's like, oh, this is fun. Well, what if you just took that a little too far? You know, what if? What if you got, <laughs> not you, but Buffalo Bill's got a lady down the wall. Like, it puts the Elmer's glue on her skin or she does, wait, let's do lotion this time. Who knows? That might've been the gateway. Anyways, guys, I'm Kurt Siebelm. Thanks a lot for my rant. You guys are awesome. Hey, <laughs> Kurt Siebelm. Um, Very appealing. I'm a, <laughs> appealing. I'm a move. Yeah, it's, thanks. Thank you. Uh, that was James Launcher, wasn't it? No, it's Ned. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, um, I was channeling him. I'm laughing and I'm a little bit frightened too, Kurt. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've never been so glad to not be in California anymore as I am right now. But Ned, that's not, you know, come on, man. Um, our. Uh, Wait a minute, I was gonna, I just wrote something down because a new person entered the room who wants to perform tonight and blah, blah, blah. You don't know what kind of pressure I live under, people. You just don't know. So I, you know, the people, that's why I hate when people like, like they overemphasize stuff that's not really important, you know? Like, like that's, there's a really popular saying lately, people saying the rest is history about shit that isn't, you know, Mm -hmm. relevant. Like, hey, you know, I went out with, I went out with uh, Carol, who's now my wife, and I, we shared some French fries, and the rest is history. No, that's not history. That's not history. 
<clears throat> the story of your relationship, maybe, probably not even, but it's certainly not history, you know? It's psychology. Right, you know. Kennedy decided to go through Dallas in an open car, and the rest is history. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. Martin <laughs> Luther King stepped out for a breath of fresh air, the rest is history. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> The Tsar of Russia was the richest man in the world in 1914, and the rest is history. All right, now. Nobody bought Adolf Hitler's paintings, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> oh, I'm, you know, see, Ned understands what I'm, this is the point I'm trying to make. You know? uh, well, Mike, I've lived through so much. History. And I thought I got broccoli, but it was really broccolini, and the rest is history. No. <laughs> Not, That's not. what happened to you at the, the store. The rest is trivia. <laughs> That's what happened to you at the store today. <laughs> it's what you made out of the Braccolini. Mm -hmm. All right. You know what? Enough. Enough for me. That's all I mean. I'm going to keep talking, but <laughs> uh, our next performer is another one of the guys that we like a lot here who comes frequently. I don't know why he says the second after his name. A lot of guys, when they're abandoned by their father, you know, don't want to be associated that closely. But he <laughs> he's gone a different way, and I and I applaud him for that. I applaud him for the healing he's undergone. Hey, his father walked out, and the rest is history. No, <laughs> now you went backwards, Ned. I thought you understood, but you don't. Please welcome, if you will, the constantly interrupted. Jeffrey Burden II. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Thank you. Uh, hi, everybody. Thank you. Wonderful. I, I feel so loved. Thank you so much. Uh, I, do, I do. I I do quite often emphasize the second. What it is, is my father was named Jeffrey Burden, everybody. And he met my mother. And I was a boy. It would have been weird if I were named after my mother, Catherine. I become Jeffrey Burton II. And the rest is a story based on factual events. That's how that worked, everybody. <laughs> I know there's another phrase for what I just said. What could it? I, oh, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Um, I, everybody, let me tell you something about well, okay, I'll just get right to it. I was on a treadmill. I was running like, I was running like Forrest Gump. I was running like Kylie Jenner when she had penis on a treadmill, okay? All right. And this very, very beautiful uh, uh, woman was walking towards me, right? Uh, 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 passing me by. And all of a sudden, I had to fart. Uh, I, have you ever tried to hold back a fart while you're running at approximately nine, 10 miles an hour? Okay. It is like, it's like Joe Biden walking past a child without smelling it. It's impossible. It can't happen. It can't happen. All right. <laughs> Too soon. All right. Okay. Never. All right. Oh, uh, I don't. All right. Uh, so you know, it was it was it was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Um, 
And 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 I I don't know where I'm going with this story. That's as far as I got with that. But I just wanted to you know I got some chuckles. So gold meant the gold was <laughs> the, I I did it. Yay! All right. No no no. You know recently everybody I have been applying to uh, a lot of uh, a lot of jobs. Uh, I'm looking for other jobs and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what can, you know, I go there and I, the, the last interview I had, one of the, the very first question, other than how are you doing today? The next question was, why do you want to work with us? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I, I need to buy food. <laughs> <laughs> why do you work here? <laughs> I just, I, 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 I I, I, it is, it is, I am being completely honest. I literally said that. I don't, I, I didn't say it like that, but I said, I, I, I just need to buy food, man. I, I, I can't, I can't steal food. That's where you come in, pal. You know? Uh, oh, I mean, I've stolen food before, but I got to stop because I'm too old. Um, I, I, everybody, I, I, I do, I do. I just, uh, I, 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 I'm so honest with people now. I, I, I'm, I'm very, I don't, I don't bullshit anymore. And I think it's going to lead me to homelessness. It's going to lead me to homelessness because I'm not kissing your ass anymore. I'm not telling you what you want to hear. I was, uh, I, I, I was working this one job and I'm getting ready to take my break and it, it, my last break. And it's right before I go, I was the only one outside working by myself. I go to take my last break. I go up to my supervisor, Hey boss, I'm going to go take my last break. He says, Mr. Jeffrey, you got to take your break a couple hours before you go home. You can get fired for that shit. I'm like, well, I'll take my chances, pal. I'll take my chances, okay? All right? <laughs> you know? <clears throat> That's a good thing I meditate. It really is a good thing I meditate. I, I, had, I had this audition last week where I'm auditioning as uh, uh, yeah, Aegeus from Midsummer Night's Dream. Aegeus is uh, complaining to... Uh, Theseus that his daughter wants to marry the guy that that he doesn't want her to marry you know and I'm just like I'm like you know what he just just give her away you don't have to take care of her like I'm getting emotionally involved with my characters that they, they just mean nothing really you know it's 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 surreal ladies and gentlemen I got you, you've got it you know what I also realized you know with you've got to you've got to really You've got to be like Rambo nowadays when you walk outside. You got to be, I mean, you know, you got to be ready. I mean, even Rambo got his ass kicked the first 30 minutes before he got grounded and knew what he had to do, right? I mean, but, but, you know, people are ready to take you out, you know, and they blame people playing video games, right? They, they, that is one of the reasons. Well, if you play video games, you're violent. No, no, I played Super Mario Brothers from like eight to 20 years old. I never went to school and said, you know what? I fucking hate you. I'm going to throw a fireball at your ass. I hate you. Man. Yeah. <sighs> and anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you all have been wonderful. Thank you so much. My name is Jeffrey Burton. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, lovely. We should give him a hand because he's finally not using his own costume while he's on stage. Cheers. <laughs> It's just a little private thing between Jeffrey and me. And <laughs> uh, be that as it may, uh, I'm gonna, oh, I'm supposed to start my video, apparently. Um, all right. Uh, oh, now it says the, uh, now it says the host has asked me to uh, stop my video.
that was cruel. I'll be honest with you. Um, at any rate, um, uh, we have a couple of uh, comics tonight that I haven't heard in a while and really like a lot. And one that I just heard um, last week on this show and have heard other times, but who I really, really like a lot is coming up right now. And I know that my opinion carries a lot of weight around here. <laughs> just a, <laughs> she's very funny and you'll judge that for yourselves. Big round of applause. Laura Hug. Thank you. Thank you. Was that are you saying I'm fat? Was that what that okay? Never mind. That was that was a, that was a joke. Look at that. Starting off strong. You set me up. It's all your fault. Oh. Uh so it's Passover, uh, right? Coming up, I think. And uh I used to cater before the pandemic. I had a couple of I do private catering in homes and I had a couple that I would go and um, the marches I would go and I would serve the Passover dinner they would serve to their family and uh, I didn't grow up in a very religious house so I really loved the way everyone would gather and then they would do these little plays these little act outs and they would hide money for the little kids would go around and find like the Afi Komen, I think it's called, like a cracker, and then you got like 20 bucks for it or whatever. And, uh, you know, and they would sing and they would do all these different things. And a lot of it was in Hebrew, so I didn't understand it. But every once in a while, something would be translated into English, you know, and I would understand. But it was very spiritual and moving. And my favorite part that I liked that I could understand of the service was the prayer the father said, which was, for the love of God, will you people just sit down already so we can get this started? You're going to give me a heart attack. <laughs> it was so sweet. I don't know how what the Hebrew translation is, but if you know it, put it in the chat. Yeah, you know, so that really... Um, uh, I'm sorry that I won't get to hear that this year. I might have to just call him and have him say that to me over the phone. Um, <laughs> I actually do believe in God. Uh, I get my belief in God like the rest of my family from 12-step programs. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we don't pray before we eat, but we do pray when we think it'll get us our driver's licenses back. So um <laughs> my my parents were not religious at all the only time they brought any kind of material related to religion is when they brought in whatever um whatever penthouse or playboy magazine had a spread of whatever woman slept with a televangelist you know and then made it it got her own like uh got her own feature like sweat jimmy swagger um who else was it jimmy swagger jim baker, jim baker. and uh jerry falwell right i think those were the three i remember um yeah so that was really the only kind of religious material uh speaking of not that i uh <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of something else, there you go. There's a smooth. I am, um, you know, I've been around some blocks, you know, I've been around some blocks, but uh, not every block, I guess. I, um, I uh, was talking to my coworker, but this is before the pandemic. And um, he, we were joking around about something. And then he mentioned a donkey show. 
And I was like, donkey show. And so I started trotting back and forth in front of his office door. And he's like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm, I'm showing my donkey. And he's like, what, <laughs> what do you think the donkey show is? I said, isn't it like the Westminster kennel show, but with, you know, farm animals. Yeah. I, that's what I thought. I was like, isn't that nice? Like the farmers have something, you know, you show your, your, um, your burrows, you have your mules, your asses, you know, which, you know, uh, and then he's like, no, it's when a woman fucks a donkey on stage. And I was like, oh yeah, that's really different. You know? So, uh, anyway, that's the only way I know that was the true. I, yeah, I never, Anyway, I always sometimes I've had some comedy shows. I don't know about you all where I thought this is the point where now they're going to bring out a donkey, you know, and I'm going to. OK, <laughs> uh, I, I, do you all not fear having to fuck a donkey? Uh, I, I'm in therapy. I will, I'm going to make a note in my therapy notebook to bring that up. I brought that up in the wrong place. I am. Um, Here is the right word, Laura. <laughs> anticipate wonder there's but anyway go ahead i'm sorry I interrupted. Um, restart the clock it's uh i will tell you so i'm gonna tell you um that i uh i remember the first porn that i saw marketed to women right i think it's the only time i ever saw a playgirl magazine when i was a kid like i remember going to friends houses and every house had a stack of somebody's dads or brothers play playgirls playboys in the corner <laughs> but then one time somebody slipped in a playgirl and i remember the main story um the was the the centerfold story was a mechanic, right? Which I think is appropriate because women often get fucked by mechanics, you know, when you take your, <laughs> oh no, you know. So, um, but I, so this guy's working in a car and if my memory serves me, the walls, like the production value was not high. The walls were really clean, you know? There was no like getting into character. And then here's this like young guy, like oily, muscly guy in this cut off t-shirt and these really short shorts leaning over, you know, the open hood of this car. And I mean, those shorts were so short, you know, right away you think OSHA violation. And um, <laughs> and he's like sort of, you know, leaning sexily over, like kind of aiming a wrench, you know, into the car or whatever. And then, um, you know, you can see his ass cheeks and things like that. So then he's like, oh, I'm going to take a break. Right. Like this, the story moves along. I mean, I guess it was a union shop. So he sits down, <laughs> you know, he sits down against the wall. And, you know, you're wondering at this point, like, and he deserves a break. I'm sure he's tired because everybody knows you need more than a wrench to fix a car. Even I know that. So, um, so Anyway, it's like, but now I'm sure the writers, just like the audience, is like, how are we going to get this, these genitals out of, uh, you know, how we got to see this, this penis, right? So when he sits down, he, um, he put, he sits up against the wall, he puts his knees up and he puts his hands on his knees. And this is how they get the monster out. They, the pee, his dick is just hanging out of the corner of his shorts. And that's, <laughs> that's the big reveal. And I have to tell you that um, that is not a sexy moment. That is an awkward moment at a cookout, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> with your uncle Bill, who it turns out did that kind of stuff on purpose. 
All right, that's all I'm going to do. Thanks so much. Laura <laughs> hug. Um, well, I wish I'd known what you just told me before I went to my first cookout. Uh, <laughs> I feel embarrassed. I've got to be honest with you. I thought it was something that everybody did. Uh, I, I think was, that's so cool that you're her uncle, though. That's awesome. Uh, no, <laughs> no, there was an uncle involved, but it was, oh, okay. I wasn't her uncle. I was just glad uh, it was like that. Possible to let your let your penis hang out without being told by your uncle you should touch it just to see what a man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a sexual thing he told me. <laughs> At some point, you need to know what a man looks like, and long story. I want to go into details about it. But um, you, know, you know when a guy, you know, you know when you touch something really cold and you go <gasps> because it's really, really cold and you weren't expecting it. Um, apparently, the same thing happens when uh, a six-year-old boy touches a grown man's dick. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea were that cold, but apparently they are. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, God. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, bring back old memories, but... Um, I, I feel like I should be saying that to you. <laughs> I feel like you're remembering a time when your hands were very cold. <laughs> what do I think? But I'm just saying... <laughs> There's an element of this show sometimes that appears to be <laughs> dancing towards out of control. Um, oh, yeah. And I think I should probably read in. <laughs> in and bring our next performer on stage. Uh, I don't even know if it's a performer or a performing program. Uh, mm. Whatever it is, you're going to be amused. Please welcome Mobot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Sorry. Thank you, Chuck. Ned, Mike. I am glad to be here. My circuits are boiling over with joy to be on this mic. I was just relaxing, re listening to my favorite album. Oh, <laughs> I really enjoy the humming obelisk overture. Well, you know the rest. Well, <laughs> I know you baseball purists like Ned are disappointed, but I just accepted a new job as a robot umpire for the low single A league. Here is a sample of my work. Strike. 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 Every game will last 17 minutes. <laughs> well, 
I am really excited to talk about space. I remember my old dating days at Cape Canaveral. Uh, I once dated a missile from the 70s. She wore a peasant blouse and listened to Bobby Sherman records. Yes, she was a real retro rocket. Oh. <laughs> yes, when I was young and single, I had a swinging launch pad. I dated all the hot missiles, Atlas, Titan, Minuteman, Delta. But then I got my groove on by dating a Saturn V rocket because I like big women. <laughs> oh, we had some fun times. I remember one night she said, get ready, baby. I'm about to create a tremendous amount of thrust. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm ready to deliver my payload. <laughs> she said, unsnap my gantry. <laughs> I said, oh, baby, you got me on a countdown for love with all systems go. <laughs> I said, how about I stir your oxygen tanks. She said, oh, baby, I am about to explode. <laughs> yes, we had a great time. But then our relationship separated when we left the earth and I crashed. <laughs> oh, I remember her well. In fact, I still like to sing my favorite song about her. So to share that with you, I brought my little friend, Wally, the happy talking neutrino. Hiya, Wally. Hi, everybody. Are you ready to do our song? Sure. My gal is red hot. Your gal ain't doodly squat. <laughs> yeah. My gal is red hot. Your gal ain't doodly squat. Well, she ain't got the money, but man, she really got a lot. Well, my girl don't sit around just collecting the dust. She can deliver 7.6 million pounds of initial thrust because my gal is red hot. Your gal. Your galley, doodly squat. But my galley's red hot. Your galley, doodly squat. She ain't got the money, but man, she really got a lot. Well, that is it for tonight. Thank you, Wally. Okay, bye-bye. Good night, everyone. Thank you, Moabot. Moabot uh, having a little uh, circuit problem there with the uh, straight face. <laughs> Uh, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, look at that. Um, never ceases to amaze me every time. And uh, that uh, hat looks like the hat that every one of my relatives in Michigan was wearing at the polls. Um, <laughs> that's a fancy go to meeting hat. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> but at any rate. Um, I want to keep the show going. Uh, we got a few comics that came in that uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing tonight. Um, but first, <laughs> no, 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 that's not it at all. Our next performer, our next performer is also the producer of the show. Very good comic, and he's going to be announcing uh, some of the things that uh, we do for charity and talking about upcoming shows and stuff like that. And and who knows, I think if we clap like we did for uh, Tinkerbell, 
We can get him to do it. <laughs> the stunning story in a lot of ways. Um, so please welcome uh, Chuck, Chuck Roy. Chuck Roy. Wow. Yes. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for noticing my haircut. Um, my haircut, my hair was getting to be like my sex life. My bangs were too long. I went over to get my hair cut. I went over to Fantastic Bears to get the two for one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then I got a haircut. Um, <laughs> Dave and a haircut. Two nuts. Okay. Um, uh -huh. Mike, I've been watching Murder, She Wrote, because I'm secretly gay. Um, <laughs> Mike, did you, did you know that the show Murder, She Wrote takes place in Maine? Yes. Really? I didn't know that. You've been there. Uh, you you uh, studied in Maine. I lived in New Hampshire, and I didn't know that. Um, the only thing I saw getting murdered on Murder, She Wrote was the accents. <laughs> uh, speaking of haircuts, too, like the haircuts on that show are so 1980s. Like, I don't know who did the casting, but they definitely cast a big Aquanet. <laughs> <laughs> this is how bad the accents are. Uh, they're unbelievable because it, it's like one. Uh, it, some of the some of the stars were huge on other shows. For example, Tom Bosley plays a sheriff on Murder She Wrote, but he was the father on Happy Days. You know, so I don't believe it when Mister Cunningham is suddenly talking like he's a sheriff from down east Maine. You know, um, <laughs> like his accent would disappear faster than Chuck Cunningham disappeared from the pilot. His <laughs> <laughs> uh, accent went off to college. Right, right. Uh, they, that joke is for like TV nerds only. Um, but I'm glad you all let me try it. Thank you. Um, Mike, a uh, guy walks into a dispensary. Yeah, what happens? Says to the bud tender, uh, you got something to help uh, my wife relax? And the bud tender goes, you know, I got something really good for you. These, uh, these indica-based chocolates will really just help your wife chill out and relax. And the guy goes, oh, God, no, not chocolates. That'll fatten her up real quick. Uh, my wife will get hooked on chocolate. She'll be ballooning right up. She's way too fat for chocolates. Uh, <laughs> Mm. tender says, well, how, how about these hemp-infused sodas? Uh, and the guy goes, oh, God, no way. Hemp-infused sodas, uh, her hips will just swell up so big. She'll be so ugly. I, I just need you to help me get something for my wife to relax. Uh, and he says, well, well, how about these joints? This is just a joint. That should help. An indica. And the guy goes, oh, no. She'll, she'll cough all night. I, I won't be able to sleep. Uh, and so finally, the bud tender says, well, just if you wanted to relax, how about a new husband? <laughs> uh, that's uh, appreciate that. I've, uh, those are jokes I, I tried tonight. Thanks to you, Mike Langworthy, for 
allowing me the stage time. I'm suddenly going to just take us right into the ads <laughs> to give us the plugs and then we'll, we'll return back to the nice comedians. Uh, but there's important notices to be shared. First of all, you're watching the Open Mic Comedy Show. And if you want to watch all of them, they're stored live on the YouTube, Colorado Comedy Shows on YouTube. Uh, check that out. We're funny. We've got plenty of shows. Um, did you enjoy Mobot? I did. Guess who's going to be with us in space when the Apocalypse Comedy Show goes to space on April 4th. We'll sail aboard the Armanidi yacht and Mobot will be there along with an all-star cast of comedians. Uh, we haven't yet begun to introduce Jessica Misra to here. Uh, I don't think she could be here tonight. but uh, She'll be headlining the My Big Fat Apocalypse Wedding on May 16th. That'll be a very fun show. Uh, from time to time, we're able to uh, put a portion of our ticket sales over to a wonderful charity and also spotlight their work. It's called Magic Moments Incorporated. Mike, do you happen to know anything about this great little charity that you might want to share? Oh, a word or two. And I'm going to make it really brief because we've got uh, some comics that popped in tonight that I really want to see. And, uh, and you'll have plenty of time to find out how brilliant the shows I write. What? I write them? What? <laughs> or Magic Moments Incorporated are? Um, I'm not the only person who writes them. I write on the shows. Um, what they what happens is Magic Moments Incorporated produces a full-length musical review every year with a plot, a storyline, and 40 songs, all of which are ASCAP or BMI registered songs. So you know going in that every song you listen to is going to be one that's probably recognizable, even if you're not a musical nerd. Uh, they're all very good melodies, and you will um, listen to repurpose lyrics for the purpose of the show. And um, some people, including myself, write the uh, write the dialogue that goes along with it. So we tell a story, and the the important thing about Magic Moments is that it is special needs friendly. Um, I have a daughter with special needs who also is obsessed with musical theater and we live in Denver so that she is able to participate in these shows. There's their large cast productions, about 150 to 200 people in the show, ranging in age from four to 80, ranging in need level from extremely impacted by developmental and uh, physical disabilities to um, professional actors. <coughs> They find a meaningful role in the show for everybody who's in it. It's really a remarkable thing to see. Chuck has seen one. He can vouch for it or not. As he oh, I loved it. I love the show. I can't <laughs> wait for the next one. I cried. Uh, it's really good. And the fact that there's 150 cast members, I think in the show I saw there were over 200. And the directors do amazing work at having the cast just surround you uh, they, it seems like they were flying out of the sky practically they uh, if there was a door or an entrance they found a way to use it and just uh, uh, being in the audience was a, an amazing experience wonderful show <coughs> and um i know your daughter um and how much the program means to her and um and those who join uh, yes um, so i strongly recommend but those of you who are in the Denver area, come to the shows when we finally get a chance to do things in real life again. And um, they will be, it'll be an entertaining show on any level, and it will also be a rewarding experience. If you're not in the Denver area, you can still help out 
by going to magicmomentsincorporated.org and uh, sending them a couple of bucks. They could use it. The pandemic hurt them like it's hurt all kinds of arts organizations. And speaking of charities. Damn. Elevating connections, Mike. Uh, there, with the, I, I found this charity. I, they, a friend asked me to host one of their uh, benefit fundraisers. And what they do is they put together uh, programming events for young people who are separated from their siblings by foster care. And at the event I saw, uh, the kids were doing poetry. Uh, it was impactful. It was actually good. Um, and uh, right away, I was like, we got to do comedy because this poetry blows. But uh, uh, you, you know, it gives the kids a chance to say something. Like the, 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 the poetry allowed these young people to just really voice some angst and get some ideas out there. And I felt like, boy, comedy would really, you know, also allow them to do that and uh, enjoy some laughter. And uh, throughout the, uh, once the pandemic happened, I knew their poetry jam was going to need to be a virtual event. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we helped them produce their poetry jam. And then since then we've been donating 10% of ticket sales or private event fees uh, to Elevating Connections. Uh, some of that has helped young homeless people get computers and tablets, pay phone bills. Uh, it, lately we're supporting uh, food, uh, uh, some of the kids, you know, uh, need food support. So, um, either organization it works on the YouTube. I know folks, uh, uh, see the, us talk about them and they go to the websites and donate. So, uh, if that is you, thank you so much for doing that. Um, we also have people here in the audience, uh, and we've arranged <laughs> prizes, uh, for our very important people, including Mr. and Mrs. Longshore and, uh, Tony, uh, appreciate you both uh, coming back to the show. Um, today, we've arranged for you to have your own virtual jet. Figure, you know, uh, you can imagine yourself flying over to Bucharest and hanging out with James. Uh, you know, Tony, I, I feel, I assume just put that next to your other jet. Um, enjoy that. I also thought you might need a relaxing pool. So nice. we got you this one. It's a virtual pool. Um, you don't have to clean it, um, but you can just soak in and relax whenever you need to. And then uh, I thought it was, you know, late night breakfast over there in New Jersey. So I wanted you to get some breakfast and something healthy. So I put together a virtual breakfast sandwich, uh, you know, for the longshores. Uh, Tony, uh, this might be a dinner time for you. Thank you. Uh, but hopefully you're enjoying a little egg sandwich. Uh, other than that, uh, we appreciate you uh, joining the show and it's uh, fun to give you some lighthearted gifts and whatnot and then share our stage uh, back with the host. Thank you. Uh, I think the biggest gift I give you every week is uh, fun time with Mike Langworthy. Uh, his wife tells me this is the seven minutes a week where he's not grumpy. <laughs> um, let's bring back your host with the most, Mr. Mike Langworthy. Uh, yeah. Well, Chuck, I sent you a little something in the uh, sent you a little something in the uh, private chat there because I wanted you to see it. I hope I don't know if you've read it yet or not, but you should read it because a uh, very special thing has happened. Have you seen it? Have you seen the special? Yes, thing? Uh, oh, I have. We have a really special guest who just popped in from, uh, she was taping across the hall, as I used to say in the old days. 
Um, uh, I just wanted to bring her. Um, right. right I, and I want to support this decision. Um, because you know I love uh, this next actor, uh, the one you wanted to introduce as much as anybody, but uh, I think you'd hurt Bruce's feelings. As I'm it was, talking about it was Jessica. Be, it was but, him next. Go ahead, Chuck. I'm sorry. What? Right. I, I thought you were going to introduce maybe Jessica, and that's just Ish. Uh, we had talked about Bruce being next, and I don't want you to hurt Bruce's feelings. It's oh, very yeah. funny and works hard. New and, York. The people from New York actually have feelings. Um, well, okay. <laughs> right. right. Not if they're Yankees fans. We made him wait. Um, we made him wait for all the announcements. And uh, Jessica, star in the making, though she is, we'll just have to, you know, maybe we'll introduce her after. after uh, Coming up. Uh, Who's got that kind of time? Well, we'll, we'll tease Jessica, as they say in television. Yeah. Um, Turnabout <laughs> is fair play. I used to say when I taught elementary school, but. Uh, I'm now not allowed in the state of Missouri, but I don't want to get into that. Um, our next performer comes to us from uh, New York State. His name is Bruce Lipsky. He's very funny. Clap for him a lot. Bruce. Thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate that. My wife, Jessica. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oops. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. My wife uh, just sent me out the other day to buy some organic vegetables. And, uh, you know, I'd never done that before. So I asked the produce guy, how do I know which ones are organic? He told me if they're half the size and twice the price, they're organic. <laughs> <laughs> I said, like my electric Prius. But I feel I feel bad yeah. for my wife Jessica. You know, she really tries hard. Um, she surf the net, look for recipes all the time, spend an hour. Then she'll go shopping and cook another two hours. And in 30 seconds, my son will say, You're cooking that shitty chicken again. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife actually runs out kitchen and our house like a five-star restaurant. That's why every time she cooks, I get reservations. <laughs> and she just put us on a new diet it's called the tainted lettuce diet I lost seven pounds in two days somebody asked me what's it from the romaine I said I couldn't tell but once it kicked in nothing remained to me before the three seconds <laughs> but my wife is actually a lovely lady we just celebrated our anniversary 30 years of wedded bliss oh no no let me take that wedded blisters <laughs> That's because all these issues have rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, I got the calluses to prove yeah. it. But she's a great lady. You probably remember I told you once I got positive for the COVID and I was in quarantine and sex was totally out of, out of the question. But in order to keep the passion alive, my wife cut up one of a Victoria's Secret's black lace bras and made masks out of <laughs> Thankfully, she's a yeah. double D. Also, would have never fit over this huge nose. <laughs> you should see what I did for her with my athletic support. <laughs> you know, and during this whole pandemic, it was difficult because we couldn't go shopping. So our, our, our supermarket decided they're going to have home delivery, but they couldn't guarantee the food you ordered because of supply and demand. I could understand an eggplant for a zucchini, rye for whole wheat, but how do you go from Colgate to Preparation H? <laughs> 
Even my dog had to suffer. He went from the science side to my wife's clicking. <laughs> one Smith rolled on his back and played dead. And I've been trying to teach him that trick for three years. And before the pandemic, my wife used to do all the shopping, which is a mistake. Never gets anything right. I want regular peanut butter. She got me crunchy stuff. I want regular orange juice. She got orange juice with pulp. I said, honey, I need Ben Gay. She brought home Ben the bag boy. Yeah. <laughs> and the other morning, she said, Bruce, passed the Colgate. I handed her my preparation H because she's always chewing my ass out. <laughs> and it's hard. You, know, you get older, you know, you have some issues going on. I was at my doctor the other day. I said, doctor, I'm really feeling sluggish. Nothing starts up in the morning with me except my wife. <laughs> so he said Bruce I've done all the diagnostics over here I can't find anything wrong I want to send you to a specialist have you tried the pep boys <laughs> I, look like, I feel look like an old rusted out Buick you know my rear end's making funny sounds my hoses are leaking and my ball joints are all dried up <laughs> I said oh I better get makeup Mako says, only you better get Medicare. <laughs> hard, man. I'm telling you, it's very hard. You know, <laughs> used to be in my house, I had a leak. I'd call my plumber. Now I call my urologist. He's 50 bucks cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the old days, I used to go dancing. Get on the dance floor. Me and Mike Langworthy, we'd go bust the move. I'm afraid to take my wife dancing now. I'm going to bust the hip. <laughs> <laughs> To forget everything. I swear my phone matches has a better memory than I do. And off the stage in life where I change the batteries of my nose hair trimmer more often than I do my TV remote. <laughs> <laughs> and during COVID, I'm watching a lot of TV. I know it's <laughs> tough when you get older. I swear I brought my vehicle in for service the other day. And I think he's whipping me off. He gave me the bill. Oil change. Four-wheel tire rotation. Brakes adjusted. I said, this is all wrong. He said, why? He told me, I, I ride a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> and one final thing. You know, when you get older, you got to stay in shape. I'm going to take an exercise program late at night, very late at night, between the hours of 3 and 5 in the morning. I run sprints from the bedroom to the bathroom. My wife calls it my fleet of pee. <laughs> Good news is I got my time down under six seconds. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I only hold that P for 4.2. <laughs> Thank you very much. My name is Bruce yeah. Lipsky. You can catch me at Jesse Miranda's show. <laughs> Lipsky, I told you. Second coming of Rodney Dangerfield. And that, my friend, is a high compliment to me. Not, mm. not a compliment to me. It's, to me, that's a high compliment. For <laughs> uh, you. I met him once, and it was. You so, met Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. I met, I met <laughs> What's he really like? <laughs> like Rodney Dangerfield, who I actually. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's almost like you misunderstood on purpose. Um, <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Ed, I'm not uh, bright. I mean, official interrupter Ned Rice. <laughs> Is that uh, I met Rodney Dangerfield once at Cantor's Deli in Los Angeles, and uh, he showed up. He was wearing 
my hand, he got pajamas, slippers, and a robe. He came to get chicken soup. He had schmutz all over the front of his thing. So he was exactly the same in real life. Is that? Except he wasn't wearing a red tie. Actually, you know what? He was a lot different. Anyway, our next performer, um, like I said, she just came in and uh, it's always a special time when we get to bring Jessica on stage. Right. I'm, I'm so yeah. glad you're bringing this up, Mike. Uh, you know, because it would be fun to introduce so Jessica Mizra, who's headlining My Big Fat Apocalypse Wedding, May uh -huh. 16th. Uh, which was a great plan, uh, but you had mentioned in the chat uh, that somebody else is next, and that person has been pacing their material for the entire show. Uh, <laughs> I want to make you know, sure we're in lockstep here. In a private chat. <laughs> <laughs> You know, okay, fine. You know what? I, as it happens, I like this guy too. All right. Yeah, We're all going to have a wonderful time uh, not listening to Jessica Misra for a while. <laughs> um, wait, I just want to get under control. I want to breathe a couple of times. I don't want to go all Mobot in the middle of a song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next performer. You know, it says that you come from Chicago. Are you, do you live in Chicago? Is that the deal? No. Okay. Well, it says Chicago whenever you show Chicago, up. Atlanta. Yeah. What's the difference, right? Yeah. Uh, 400 years of a racist uh, legacy, just in case people are checking at home. But um, <laughs> always. Uh, anyway, this guy's funny. You'll love him. Josh DiDonato, ladies and gentlemen. Woohoo! I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that I, I can go now because uh, I was I was planning on doing Jessica Misra's act, so it's probably best if I. <laughs> okay. <Come on> before. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. It's uh, there's stuff I'm trying. I want to talk about that's like kind of weird. It's weird to be. Uh, uh, a white person and uh, <laughs> want to do something about white supremacy, you know, which is, has been around for a long time, you know, but it's definitely uh, shown its face a lot recently. And, uh, you know, there's just this shooting here in Atlanta where I am. And, uh, you know, they just picked up uh, from the Proud Boys, uh, for the attack on January 6th, which is, you know, the Pavaros are a hate group, if you're not familiar with them. And, you know, uh, I just feel like I can't stay on the sidelines anymore. And um, like, there's a phrase that white supremacists use to sort of clean up what they're doing. And, you know, they'll say white pride. And uh, I've, I've just decided uh, I need to get involved. So I'm, I'm starting the white shame movement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to, to counteract the Proud Boys, I've uh, decided I, I, uh, I need to start a love group. So uh, we're calling ourselves the Ashamed Lads. Um, so, uh, you know, I should have the GoFundMe up in the next week or so. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to find the words to, to talk about that kind of stuff, which is weird. I'm a word guy. You know, I'm just obsessed with words. I'm so into words. And uh, 
I just, I think about words a lot. It, to, maybe to my detriment uh, in comparison with the rest of society. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm unreasonably influenced to go to a place if it is just fun to say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chattanooga, Chattanooga, that's just fun to say. How, you know, if you can't have fun saying Chattanooga, then, you know, you maybe don't, can't have fun. If, <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix the syntax in post, uh, you know, or like, you know, Wichita, just fun to say, Kalamazoo, come on, that's a real place. And uh, I don't know, uh, Somerville, Massachusetts, Ma- just love saying Massachusetts, you know, and any ville, any, any town with ville in it, I'm, I'm in, you know, <laughs> and I've been to some of these places, I've, I've been to Chattanooga, not uh, as fun, as uh, it sounds saying, you know, but which, I mean, how could you be, you know, you just have to be all just cotton candy streets and rainbow buildings, but uh, still pretty fun. I don't know. I just, just super into words. I sometimes, sometimes I, I wish I could fuck words. You know, there's some <laughs> words that are just so hot, you know what I mean? Just so sexy, squalor. Are you kidding me? Come on, that is a word right there. You know, discombobulated, <clears throat> fungible. There's just some sexy words out there, you know. And uh, you know, and yeah, maybe maybe I could, maybe I could figure out a way, you know, to fuck some words. I you know, I could probably go to like the arts and crafts store, and just like spell out squalor in foam, you know, <laughs> like. Stick my dick in the cue hole. I could probably work it out somehow, you know. Um, and and I don't don't come at me with this. You need to get consent from words. I'm not here for that. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to hear that. I, I am not. I'm actually attempting to not hear that. Okay, I'm going to leave with this. Uh, this is okay. This now. Oh, this is just all right. I. Okay, sorry. Let me start over. The whole set. Start my time over, please, Mike. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so we had this shooting last week in Atlanta, and I don't know if you know about this, but there's a shooting today in Boulder. And, you know, everybody's talking about how they want to get, they want life to be back to normal. And there you go. We're getting back to normal. (laughs) (laughs) Want to get back to normal? Open up the fucking country again, and we're back to mass shootings. So God bless you. All right, good night. Thank you. Ooh. Thank you very yeah. much. A little ray of sunshine in the show from Josh DiDonato, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> favorite pastime. You should put that on a job application sometime. You know, favorite pastime. Fucking the cue hole in the word squalor. <laughs> conversation started right there. Perhaps conversation <gasps> with a therapist. Perhaps with a prospective employer, I don't know. I just don't know how it would work out. But I'm saying it's a uh, it's food for thought. Um, our next performer, um, you know what? I don't actually know exactly where Paula comes from. I, I mean, I know a lot of stuff about her because she's very forthcoming, but I don't remember the actual location. Arizona, maybe. But she'll tell us. Paula Maddox. Okay. Big round of applause. Ooh. Ooh. Hello, hello. 
Yay. Well, I come from Humboldt County, and yes, I smoke the weed. Fucking mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> yeah. I used to not have to smoke it, and then the kids got to be teenagers. <laughs> All I can say is the first half of the teenagers, I quit smoking weed because I knew I'd have to take them head, you know, toe for toe. The second half, I just don't give a shit enough to be straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes no difference. It makes no difference if I'm really good or I'm really bad. They just, oh, kids, fucking kids. Um, I love my kids. And I need to, like, a disclaimer. I, I really adore my kids. And I got the right ones, thank fucking God. And they're a really good way to spend a life. So that being said, these fuckers are dumb, y'all. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're so dumb. You know, and then my dad comes up and he gives me a hug. And he says, well, honey, you know, it takes a long time to raise the dumb out of a kid. Yeah. We we try to say that. <laughs> I know. I've got the hint. He's like, yeah, you thought cleaning your room was bad, huh? Out. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. And to make matters worse, um, with my institutionalization, um, I've ca- crossed a Rubicon. Rubicon. <laughs> it makes me stutter. I'm so sad. Um, I bought a moon today. What? You're not supposed to buy moo-moos. Moo-moos are supposed to grow into a moo-moo. You don't go out <laughs> and buy a fucking moo-moo. <laughs> Biden bucks, man. I'm telling you, I'm going fucking crazy. Just, yeah, fixing all kind of shit. Um, I got all the kids' scooters and helmets. Haven't seen them in days. It's great. <laughs> yeah. They said, mom, mom. You didn't get a scooter, mom. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot a scooter. I don't need a fucking scooter. I have to use it. <laughs> I don't need a fucking scooter, man. I got, I did that in my childhood. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, so for people who have not procreated, I don't know if there's any in the room yet. I feel like I'm the older version of Jessica Misra. You know, like if she follows her dumb little dreams, you know? I can Thank God she's witty, man. She'll fucking make it. You know what I mean? (laughs) She'll fucking make it. But for the rest of the class, there's a very good reason they don't put pregnancy on the list of STDs, y'all. Very good reason. It's so that Mother Nature finds her fools faster. (laughs) So mean. I never caught an STD, y'all, because I was, I was, thank my hoary stars, you know, I paid attention, did okay, and then I got caught in a parent trap. So bad, so bad. Yeah, it's to the point now that I think it's so dumb it doesn't deserve the letter B anymore. It's just dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad though because I was watching Locked Up a few weeks ago and I noticed a lot of similarities. Um, you know, there's a lot of innocent people in there. You know, <laughs> and there's gangs running around. Um, because in the motherhood, when you make more than one kid, you make your own gang. That's dumb. <laughs> so dumb. And truth be told, I only made the second kid because the first kid needed a playmate. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> you guys have no idea how long 24 hours a day is. You just don't. Because they come dumb. <laughs> you know? They come dumb because they're made from dumb cum. And it's just a fucked up situation. Mm. Yeah. It'll be okay. You're all going to take your birth control. You're going to stay safe and you're going to stay out of the motherhood. Did I get enough time? Oh, I got another minute. Okay, I'm not even done yet. Okay, I I made another mistake. Sorry. (laughs) I made another mistake and I didn't spank my kids. 
yeah, I should have just fucking thumped him. You know what I mean? It would have saved so much time and headaches. Like, um, yeah, my mom says that if we weren't meant to be spanked, God wouldn't have put a crack in the ass. You know, he did that to absorb the blow. Yeah. Help you out a little bit, you know? Yeah, because even he knew you'd need to be thumped now and again. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll trick my kids. I've trapped my kids. I've taped the kids. <laughs> Videotape, not packaging tape. Though the thought, oh, let me tell you, this little square <laughs> over that flappy hole there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta be smart because if you can't spank him anymore, you gotta get him another way, you know? Because you just gotta fucking get him. Just do. <laughs> 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 a few years I had a boy who had some weed on him and I couldn't do anything to get it off of him. I did everything. So I finally ended up faking a phone call from this vice principal of the school that a canine unit was coming in the morning and that mommy could help him, but he had to bring me the weed, you know, <laughs> that little fucker, that little fucker. He brought me a box and the box was dirty, dusty, and it hit me. That motherfucker buried it. Who knew he was smart enough to bury stuff, you guys? <laughs> I was so proud. Like, uh, so yeah, it's crazy. And then I smoked that shit to my head and had a massive panic attack, you know, because that's parenting. When you think you're getting the kids, you're just getting yourself. So stay safe. <laughs> stay out of the hood. Thanks, you guys. Hey. Like, uh... <sighs> Our virtual events team is quick here at Colorado Comedy Show. So I have arranged for, uh, at James's request, a little pastrami sandwich from Cantor's. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, also, matzo ball soup with bagel chips. I went with the bagel chips. I thought you'd like the bagel chips. Mm. Or whatever we can do for our, our, our favorite customers and guests. Yeah. Can I just say one thing? Please. No. In what universe does that look nutritious? <laughs> In what, uh, the same universe where people go to Cantor's for nutritional food. <laughs> Every time I went there, I was drunk. Uh, what they have great... suet on the health menu. That's the kind of restaurant it is. Uh, also, proudly sports a B rating, which mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what they do proudly sport it. It's had a B rating the entire time that I have lived that I lived in Los Angeles. Yeah, what it was can just you like do? yeah, yeah, we could clean it up, but fuck it. People right. come here anyway, you know. <laughs> what does Nikki Six give a shit about it? <laughs> <laughs> he died twice with a needle in his arm. He's going to care whether or not we're using diet pastrami. No, he's not. <laughs> one of the many, many lines that I virtually stole from our, uh, our next act, Jessica, because. Um, oh, that's she, funny that you want to bring Jessica up. It's just in the chat you had pointed out somebody else. Um, yeah, yeah, Chuck. Um, you keep saying that. And, uh, yeah, I love this behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> it's like it's show behind the scenes. Yeah. In front of this me. ship is a lot like my twinks, Mike. Tight. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> at first, um, if this was a plane, would you get on it? Uh, 
That's funny. So uh, anyway, uh, Chuck's going to go out and look for seatbelt extenders for the next time he has to fly. And I'm going to bring <laughs> uh, Christopher Anthony, who we just recently discovered and is very funny. And uh, I swear to God, uh, Jessica Misra is actually here and she is going to perform at I'm some not. point. And you know what? Christopher is very funny in his own right. And when I say right, I mean R-I-T-E because he's Catholic. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah there so true story there's a billboard in downtown new orleans that says learn to read and i always wonder who's that sign for <laughs> i finally understand what they mean when they say we're all in this together because if my neighbor loses her job, I lose my internet. So <laughs> my ex-girlfriend is really enjoying all these like newer companies like Uber and Airbnb. She, she drives for Uber um, because she always loved taking strangers home. And she, <laughs> and she really loves Airbnb because she only has to remember one address, but fuck different guys in the same house. So it's just... It's really, really good. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but um, butterflies, their wings are really fragile. So I went to the insectarium, they have a butterfly garden, and they tell you ahead of time, don't touch the butterflies because our oils can destroy their wings. They say, look, the butterflies will land on you. That's okay. The butterflies will touch you. That's okay. But just don't touch the butterflies. And it was in that moment that I realized why so many strippers have tattoos of butterflies. <laughs> I'll tell jokes now. You can laugh later. I was laying in bed. My lady. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to tell you when to laugh. You just on your own time. Um, so I'm laying in bed, my lady, and she whispers to me. I don't know why. There's no one else in the room. We're not in the library. She says, "I want you to make me feel violated." So. I'll be honest, I did what I thought any man would do. I tied her hands to the headboard. I tie her feet to the footboard. I put a gag in her mouth. And then I looked at her cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I felt very successful. She looked very, very upset. But she was into some like 50 shades of gray kind of stuff. And honestly, I thought 50 shades of gray was porn for the elderly because it just just makes sense, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was, you know, speaking of the elderly, I was thinking everybody's looking for work. One of the easiest jobs has got to be an activities director at an Alzheimer's facility. <laughs> speaking of jobs, my friend's a nurse. She's an ER nurse. She works overnight. She tells me about a third of the people that come into the hospital at night have something of some size stuck inside their ass, which is weird <laughs> because most of them aren't even there for that. It just shows up in the x-ray. <laughs> I had a weird paradoxical moment for a second. I found a 50 cent CD in the dollar bin. <laughs> <laughs> My father has always been very effeminate and he confided in me recently that 
with all the gender stuff going on that he was thinking about becoming a woman. And I'll, all I could do is just appreciate him for being so transparent. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, nice. You long short us. Boom. I was just, I was just thinking it would, it would suck to be an epileptic cop, you know, because you have to pull people over, but you just really don't want to turn the lights on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so another true story. Part of this is true. So they're, they're really looking for cops here in New Orleans. They have a 400 police officer shortage right now. My friend was a cop, but after eight months, he realized it wasn't for him. But he was good at a few cop things, you know? He was good at flashlights. He was good at looking up records. He was good at telling people to put their hands in the air, you know? So he's a DJ now, much more successful. <laughs> Just a, a public service announcement for all of you. Never complain when you see six cops pulling over one car because that's five cops that aren't fucking with you. You let the hyenas feed and you run, gazelle. You run. <laughs> when I first moved to New Orleans, I was like, wow, a lot of people have bikes out here. But now that I've lived in New Orleans, I realize a lot of people have DUIs out here. They're not environmentally friendly. They just can't legally drive. <laughs> um, a few more left. Here we go. Fun fact, most thugs with tattoos that say only God can judge me have usually been to court at least four times. <laughs> uh, I'm Hispanic. I'm a Hispanic male. I feel like I have to just preface this joke by saying that. So that makes me a minority, especially in uh, Louisiana. Um, and I just want to let you guys know, look, not all minorities who drive expensive cars sell drugs. Some of us stole the car. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you were like in yoga or Pilates. We took your sneakers, not even my size, honestly, just principle alone. And finally, I've been thinking for a while. I got into an argument actually with the same ex-girlfriend that drives for Uber now. I got into an argument uh -huh. because I'm pretty sure gaslighting isn't even a real term. <laughs> I feel like she just made that up in the heat of the argument, but I mean, she's not going to look it up anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Cool. Hit <laughs> 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 it up to fuck with your head. Um, you can use it, uh, and you could sell it. You could sell that, um, sell the stole the card joke for a penny. Mm -hmm. Nice joke. So anyway, that's Christopher Anthony. Give him one more round of applause because I kind of really good, really good. Ooh. And uh, you know, uh, my good friend uh, Jessica, who's been just waiting so patiently to perform here tonight, uh, is so like ready to go on. I'm so ready to introduce you. So oh, hey, Mike, Mike. Uh, what? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, what? Uh, Jesus fucking Christ, man. I've been trying to bring her up for five acts. For five <laughs> acts, I've been trying to bring her up. And it's, oh, Mike, you, you said this guy could go in. Oh, Mike, you said that for could go in. I know you run the show, but could you just let me for one minute act like maybe, you know, I was the guy who was leading this parade? Could you just do that for me, Chuck? 
What? Just trying to stick to what you put in the chat here, and uh, it's okay. Jessica's next. Uh, that's all I, I wanted to let you know. Now is a good time to introduce Jessica. Oh, great, great. Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks. Now I'm the asshole. All right. <laughs> I, I'm just here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. thanks. This may be her longest intro yet. <laughs> <laughs> Because I actually haven't started to introduce her yet. Oh, shit. I'm kidding. Everybody knows. <laughs> Zoom acting. Uh, Jessica is, uh, I think it was in 19, no, 19, no, like uh, 2018. Yeah. 2018, she was, uh, 20, she was uh, voted the uh, third funniest subcontinent first generation American comedian in the Quad Cities area. So please welcome <laughs> uh, uh, award winner, Jessica Mizra. Jessica Mizra. Yeah, what, what sucks is that there are no other subcontinent Asians. And so yeah. <laughs> to get third was a real blow. Um, so, <laughs> I, I just, I, <laughs> I never know when I'm going up. I feel like I'm being gaslit. <laughs> Jessica? I'm so stressed about it. My palms Jessica? are so sweaty. <laughs> Jessica? Jo Josh asked me if I'm like in on the joke. I'm like, I'm more a prop at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, I just want to get into it. Um, okay, so, you know, uh, my mom's like really into God and I feel like she pushed us so into Catholicism that we actually don't like it anymore. Like, I feel like she made me smoke a pack a day of Jesus and then that <laughs> makes me queasy. <laughs> you know, like, I can't even pass a statue of a man holding a book like this without feeling nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get it. All right, shout out to my Catholics. Uh, I feel like I should point out that I'm not Jewish, um, <laughs> despite all appearances. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you know you're extreme when like a Catholic, when like when a when a nun calls you like devoted. <laughs> you know, like that's too much. Like one time I like showed up to church on a Tuesday before going to Catholic elementary school, not my choice. And, and this nun came up to me and she was like, Jessica, you're so devoted. And I was like, nah, dude, I'm seven. <laughs> all right. I don't have the keys to the car. All right. I'm just I'm along for the ride. You know? Like no kid is devoted to God. No kid needs Jesus. Kids have amazing <laughs> lives, all right? If a kid like found God, like he's probably chain smoking outside. <laughs> no, like he works at the factory and he's raising someone else's kid. Like that guy's had a hard life. He needs God. <laughs> you know what I genuinely believed? Like I did not believe in God. I did not believe in heaven. I believed that two ugly people could only make pretty babies. That was my philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I genuinely believed in um one time I was like getting ready for church another early morning before school and I was putting in my contacts and uh you know it looked like I'd been crying and my dad was like hey you better not be crying you get to see the lord today and he is not catholic <laughs> <laughs> he's like a hindu I was like I thought they were supposed to be chill <laughs> I thought that was the fun religion. And he, I was like, dad, you don't even like Jesus. You don't even know him. And he goes, he's a friend of your mother's. All right. We need to <laughs> pretend like he matters. <laughs> I, I think 
I think me, um, speaking of dads, I think me and my boyfriend will make great parents. Um, cause right now we live across from an elementary school. So we are just walking <laughs> out kids during sex. <laughs> <laughs> you know like a kid walked by and he was like dad if you don't want to do what i want to do today you're gonna have a bad day <laughs> and me and my boyfriend locked eyes and i was like focus focus <laughs> you know? keep going it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah that's hilarious we'll think about it later <laughs> uh you know speaking of religion a lot of like religious people um you know aren't going to get the vaccine which i think is interesting because it's like they don't want to get the vaccine because they don't know what's in it but they also believe in a god they've never met so it's like what's up you know like no one has more faith than you do (laughs) you know like you should be so into the vaccine that i'm uncomfortable with the vaccine You know, like, like church always have, like they, they have these retreats and there's always like this like huge like abstinence talk. I feel like they should have a vaccine talk, you know, where like a woman comes out and she's like, I never got my vaccines when I was younger because I had no self-respect. I had no direction. I and then, and then her husband comes out. He's like, yeah, I got my vaccines when I was supposed to, but I didn't understand their awesome power until later in life. <laughs> and then they talk about how like all their kids are vaccinated and kind of imply that if they're not vaccinated they will get disowned <laughs> i just feel like <laughs> we're wasting it you know like we're wasting we're wasting this rhetoric um on on catholic people um when we could be or on sex i'm sorry um <laughs> okay um i feel like I'm done. But thank you so much for listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Jessica. I appreciate you. Uh, um, Woo! Well, apparently, I get. I don't know what it is to Chuck. I don't know. Maybe you and Chuck want to have an off off screen call or something to try to. Make- <laughs> hey, Mike. You know what? What? I love Jessica's set. I always do. Mm-hmm. It's so empowering to see a really fresh, funny comedian who just happens to be a female. And yet I can see the mop in the background. So I'm still reminded. That, <laughs> no. I, I just Did have to say come that. in your box and dump you. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, you don't want to say that shit with Paula Maddox around. She will. Uh, she oh, will she's still here? Oh, dear. Come to your house. Okay. <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> Dude, when Paula said that, like, I'm like, She's like, she, she thinks of me as like her past. I was like Googling scooters. I was like, I'm going to need those scooters later on. In life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Beauty of it is they fold up so you can really oh. that when you hit the kid. Um, so um, nice job. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Um, and uh, we've had a, a running commentary going with uh, Ned Rice. Oh shit! All the way through the show, and <clears throat> perform. So let's see if you can match some of those crazy witticisms. Arranged <laughs> today while he was apparently getting a prison haircut. So, uh, <laughs> well, Ned Rice. Hey, wow, what a show, what a show. We've seen such a good show tonight. So many good, young, fresh, funny, talented comedians, high energy. We're going to change gears a little now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> change up a little bit now. 
think we're taking it right on down. I've, I've had an awful day today. I was in court all day. Uh, I'm taking out a restraining order against Alexa. Uh, that bitch <laughs> is trying to run my life. I've had it. She reads my mail. She eavesdrops on me. She sends me links to websites, many of which are <laughs> erotic in nature, which I, many of which I have no interest in. Uh, I've had it. The other day, Alexa sent me a, a link to a web, to, a, to an erotic website called That's Okay, Old Timer, We Can Just Cuddle. How does she know this? That is so specific. I don't need this. I, I, I just, it's bad, it's bad, bad times. Here's my question. Has any good ever come of it when a mother held her newborn baby and looked at her husband and said, Daddy, Let's name him Billy Ray. Has that ever ended well? Ever? <laughs> ever? History? No, I say, I say no. I say no. I got my second COVID shot the other day. And uh, thank God. And uh, I remember the nurse said, which arm do you want it in? And I said, you know, I really like it in the ass. And just then the room got really quiet. And uh, I don't know. It kind of changed the, the vibe in the room when I, when I did that. So I don't recommend doing it. Do, do get it in your arm. Uh, which remind this is crazy, but it reminds me. I was talking to this friend of mine about about uh, Hollywood and movies and stuff, and he was saying, you know, I'm not gay or anything, but that uh, that Ryan Gosling, boy, that's a good looking guy. I'm telling you, I'm, you know, if you know, if I'm just saying, if I'm like okay. And then the other day we were talking about the Oscars and the upcoming movies for, the, and he says, you know, I'm not gay, but the, that Bradley Cooper, he's uh, wow, that is a good looking guy and i'm like <laughs> you know i'm just gonna throw this out here maybe you are gay because uh you know you can say the i'm not gay thing like two maybe three times and then then it becomes like a pattern like a tell i'm thinking um you know you seem to be, have given this a lot of thought so uh <laughs> and he's like no 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 i just got finished telling you i'm not gay i'm like i know i know i know so let's let's hug it out. I go, no, you know what? We're just going to shake hands now. That, that's fine. Uh, we've established that you're not gay. We're still going camping, right? No, actually, we're not. We're not going camping. Not <laughs> so um, I'll see you at the Tonys, though. That's fine. Um, I've gained so much weight, by the way, during this pandemic. Oh, my God. I'm so enormous. I can now socially distance from myself. That's how big, that's how, when, when we're being intimate, my girlfriend has to go across on me, folks. That's how, that's how not, no, it has to go across. So that's, that's okay. That's, that's a, that's a visual. I, uh, but I got some good news from my doctor. I'm not fat. I have a late onset childhood obesity. So thank God for that. Thank God for that. I, uh, Cancel culture has struck again. You know, when you order a pizza, sometimes you want a little snack before the pizza. You order crazy bread or crazy crust. Now you have to call it PTSD bread, uh, you know, because crazy <laughs> triggers people. I, I think that I don't, how can I offend if, you know, it's crazy. Or bipolar, <laughs> they'd also take that. Oh I finally God. saw Hamilton. Finally, has anyone seen Hamilton? Yeah. I, but this is a very, 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 very off-Broadway production. Um, it wasn't the... Well, the whole cast was white and the show didn't make me <laughs> uncomfortable. So that's how far off it was that far from Broadway. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I gave blood the other day, which, uh, you know why? Because every time you get blood, you save three lives. 
And, you know, you can give your money or you can volunteer your time. When you give blood, you're actually giving part of your body. Like, what's the, what could be more noble than that? Plus, I have a rare chronic blood disorder, and uh, it's, it doesn't usually show up in the screening. So every time I give blood, it just cracks me up because you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have a rare blood disorder. I don't have a rare blood disorder. Herpes is hardly rare. Come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have herpes. Just relax, everybody. It's perfectly safe to have unprotected sex with me. I don't recommend it. <laughs> it won't be pleasant for you, but it's perfectly safe. So you can just relax. I uh, Let's see now. Oh, you know how weird Facebook is. I just got, some of you will remember this name. I just got a friend request from Cheryl Ladd. Does anyone remember who that was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I think back in high school, I friended her so often. <laughs> times in one day it's it's just it's just an amazing kind of i have closure now is what i'm saying that's that's weird i um i have computer problems as always i'm so sick of my computer uh like right now for example i um i actually took it out of the apple store and as i was walking back to my car i said to my laptop just wait till i get you home just fucking yeah that's how much i hate my computer although although it did kind of redeem itself i was curious i googled the word women and the response came back don't get me started so sometimes (laughs) sometimes we're on the same page and that's fine i think that's wonderful i um i i was thinking about my college days today and I, the thing is, I didn't do much of anything in college. Mostly all I did in college was try to figure out women because I couldn't understand why women do what they do. Why do they say one thing and do another? Why do some of them like me and most of them don't? Why, why does, when I do this thing that makes sense to me, why do we, I spent so much time studying women. I really think I should have at least a minor in women's studies. That's how because mm, I did, no. I did the work. I did what? Someone has a problem with that? I I should hope not. And once I get my minor, I'm going to start working on my doctorate in women's studies. And the title of my thesis will be Women, am I right? Come on, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's that to me. That's going to be published. Folks, that's all the time we have tonight. Thanks for being there. Thank you. Yeah. That's my time. Thank you.